What's up, everybody? It's Alexis. And Haley. And you're listening to your favorite podcast, whatever. And never. Amen. Amen. What's up? What's up? (laughs) What's up? What's up? What's up? Episode 17. Episode 17. Or is it 18? I don't know. I think it's 18. I think it's 18. I think it's 18. It's 18. Yeah, because I remember saying something about 17. Heaven, baby, like I always do. It was 18. We're on episode 18. This is crazy. This is crazy. If our our (laughs) podcast was maturing by years. Yeah. We would be legal, baby. We would be legal. Hell yeah. baby. Transpa, baby. So we're here. We're ready. We have something that we have been discussing. We've been trying to do this episode for we, like two months. We've been trying to fit it in somehow, but every Into time we schedule. like get to it, we just kind of like go, mm, let's, let's wait. do something else. <laughs> but now is the perfect time. Now we're ready. Yeah. We're just going to like full blown give it to you. <laughs> we're just going to punch you in the face with it. Kind, ooh. Kind of like uh, what the character in the song did. Nah, 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 nah. Goodbye, Earl. Goodbye, Earl. We're talking about Goodbye, Earl by the artists formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, the Chicks. They are now the Chicks. They are now the Chicks. So we're going to refer to them as the Chicks. We are going to embrace it. We're going to use it. We're not going to abuse it. We're not going to abuse it like... Earl. Exactly. <laughs> Perf. Um, so this song, thinking about it. Yeah. And like going back to my childhood. Yes. I remember wearing this song out. Oh, absolutely. Quite an inappropriate song for like a nine-year-old to be just like putting on repeat. Absolutely. I but no more than like a song like side to side. You know what I mean? True. This song is way less nasty than Side this is, to Side. Well, this isn't even a nasty song, but like... Yeah, it's not, this it's is, not nasty at all. Yeah, it's not. I would rather just, let my kid hear this song than Side to Side. It's just controversial. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It was very controversial Extremely. at the time. Extremely. Because the thing is, it pissed everyone off. It pissed everyone off. It and was you, dealing with a subject that like has been mentioned a lot. And you know what is kind of funny? Tell me. I think about like the people that got really mad on uh-huh. any side right. of the of the anger. Yeah, people were about just this mad song. about this. I think about it and I'm like, y'all just wait. Mm-hmm. Y'all just wait a couple years uh-huh. because these girls going to blow your yes. mind. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, this subject is, this was no like, this wasn't like taboo really to talk about. It's just the way that it was talked about, I think made but people uncomfortable. But it was taboo to talk about. It was taboo. Yeah, but there have always been country songs that have dealt with abuse. Yeah. But this was like, we're going to fucking kill this dude who lays a hand on us. Yeah. And that's where I think people went. Well, I think that um, not to to get more serious yeah, for sure. a moment and to really speak about some really, you know, bad societal issues. Yeah. This song really highlights a very bad problem in that a lot of women who are getting abused mm-hmm. – um, oftentimes when they try to go the, go the legal route and get, try to get protection, they're in more danger. They are a in more danger, B not taken seriously right. by, um, law enforcement yep. and C, um, can't really do anything until they're already hurt right. really, really bad. And even right. then 
they're like met, too late. They're met against so many hurdles. Yeah. So, you know, that is a huge thing that mm-hmm. this song kind of really, I mean, the problem's been around for a long time. This song mm-hmm. kind of forced people to to look Pay at attention, it. attention, yeah. Yeah. I think that's why people, I think that's why a lot of people were really mad. Yeah. <clears throat> people for a long time mm-hmm. don't like it when people are critical of law enforcement. Right. Right. It's a hard, it's a hard subject to, it is to, absolutely to dance around, you know, it, it always has been. Yeah. And always will be for sure. Because everybody has different stances and opinions and beliefs and, but I think you're right. I think it did highlight that. I think the girls, I don't know if this was their choice or the chicks. The chicks I, I don't know if this was their idea. I'm assuming it was. But the chicks are so, or were so good at that time keeping everything really light and fun, like down to the pictures they would take, the videos, their aesthetic, even in a song about killing somebody, is so fucking happy. Like there's a wink. There's a wink. And you know, even with this song, even like the B-side of the single uh-huh. was Stand By Your Man. Right. Yeah. So... Even there, then, it it's like a, a little tongue-in-cheek. It's very tongue-in-cheek, and I think, uh, I don't know if that hurt them or I not, but I, I loved that video as a kid. I don't know anybody who didn't. But I remember seeing that video constantly, uh-huh. all the time. Which is funny because mm-hmm. when I when I was like looking looking up information about this song uh-huh. um, to find out when it had char- like where it had charted. Mm-hmm. I was shocked to find out that it charted at 13 uh-huh. on the country charts and 19 on the top 200. And I bet you that video was number one. Oh, yeah. I bet you that video was number one because that is a stellar video. They did so good with so keeping well it. Yes. It's just so happy. Like yeah. the colors, the mood, the girls are dancing. And even at the end, like this was a smart idea. They have Earl dead dancing. Like a, the thriller dance. Yeah. Like a zombie. Like it's all like. Like, ah, uh-huh, he, he had, to, he knew he had to die. Right. But it's also very, this is going to sound, I don't, I don't know how this is going to sound, just, but. Just say it. Empowering. Mm. It's empowering. Yeah. Like you're not going to fuck with us. If you. If you hit me, you will die. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, it kind of goes back to what I said. If mm-hmm. someone really feels, because they, not that we believe in like murdering. And violence. Murder. But like, in the, the thing is, in the song, it clearly says she got a restraining order and he walked right through it. And put her in intensive care. And put her in intensive care. So he almost killed her. Exactly. Sometimes if you are put in a situation where you are literally being brutalized, yeah. you become blind to right. any diplomatic and I'm going to tell you solution. This isn't Okay. So who was the one getting abused? Was it Marianne? Mm-hmm. I think Wanda's the friend, Marianne's the one getting abused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know that like if somebody would know Marianne is the one that Marianne flies Wanda. in from Atlanta. Yes, that's right. And Wanda okay. is the one that is with Earl. So if you were being abused by some guy and vice versa, and we lived in this fantasy world and he tried to kill one of us. Oh, I'd, I, at the very least, I'd whoop his ass. Oh, 100%. I'd be Do like, you, I mean, 
Yeah. Someone someone can be out there and just say something bad about you. Like, yeah. Like, and Marianne I, meant business. Yeah. When she flew in she from Atlanta. Exactly, yeah, she, she flew was in like, from Atlanta. We're, we're, on we're a, not. On a <laughs> red-eye midnight flight. On a red-eye midnight flight. And was like, I'm not I'm not playing around. No. This is, like, this is this getting, is my best friend. This is getting handled. This is getting handled. Yeah. And we're going to poison this bitch. We are going to poison his <laughs> black-eyed peas. <laughs> They tasted all right to me. Yeah. Hey. Tasted fine to me. Um, also, this song was written a long time ago. Yes. And let, I actually have a fun story. I'm ready. About the whole the whole story of how this song was the written. The Earl story. Yes. So this Let's song was written by a man named Dennis Lind. Mm-hmm. He wrote Burning Love by Elvis. So... He's fine. He's yeah. He was totally fine. Fortunately, he, he has is passed deceased. away at this point. Rest in peace. But he he's written a lot of really you know yeah popular songs, and he had actually wrote several songs mm-hmm. that included this character called Earl. Right. One of them being one of my personal favorites. Uh huh. Queen of my double wide trailer yes. by Sammy Kershaw. Yes, you love that song. I do. <laughs> Basically, if, if something is Sammy Kershaw involved, I'm there. Haley's going to be there. I'm going to be right there. But uh, he, to be frank, he was really sick and tired of writing these damn songs about Earl. Yeah. So this was this was his opportunity. He was like, I'm going to kill off Earl. He, Earl a, had to die. Such an interesting... I wonder if this character just kind of like plagued his mind throughout his like creative endeavors. You know what it reminds me of a little bit? Tell me cuz I think I know where you're going with this. It reminds me of Misery. Okay, yes. Where he's like writing these books and he's like I'm going to kill off Misery. You got to kill off the character. And Kathy so Bates like, is like I think the hell not, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you there Yeah, if there's a character that is like so hated in your brain that you you know, can't live with anymore. Like, what else do you do? You kill them off. Yeah, yeah. It's Wait. it's like <sighs> reality or not. Like, it's done. It's off your mind. It's yeah. That's heavy. So exactly. He kills Earl. And yeah. Earl had to die metaphorically. Metaphorically, but in the song, they really kill this man, Earl. True. And so, what do we know? What year this came out exactly? This because it was on off a of fly. The, it, the year two thousand. Okay, so it was. Came out in 2000, so I was 10. Um, I'm going to share some other songs that were off of Fly. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Cowboy Take Me Away. Well, yeah. I mean, these, I swear, these songs are just incredible. I I know you did, too. I know this whole record. I can name yeah. you every song off this record. I grew up in a Dixie Chicks household. Yeah. We loved the Chicks. I still so love we, the chicks. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just tell you the eight singles. Okay. Yep. Ready to run. Ready to run. Yes. Cowboy, take me away. Cowboy, take me. Goodbye, Earl. Goodbye. <laughs> you don't have to sing. I won't anymore. <laughs> Cold day in July. That, that's one of my favorites. Without you, which is just. That's oh such a sad God, song. It's so good. Aren't they naked in that video? I don't remember. I feel like they're naked in that video. They very well might be. I think they are. Um, if I Fall, You're Going Down With Me, which is one of my personal favorites. I had to perform that in Branson. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. Yes. Um, 
a song called Heartbreak Town, which was released on my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Haley. And then a song called Some Days You Gotta Dance. Some Days, which was written by Keith Urban. Mm-hmm. Live it up when you... That was a great song. Yeah. Fly, I mean, yeah. Fly's a great album. Fly's beautiful. I have, I'll be honest, I have not listened to a to an album by the chicks that I dislike. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. But I think Fly was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And... Gosh, I I'm think gonna Fly go is a lot of people's favorite. I'm gonna go back to aesthetically too. They were on. That yes. was their time. That record, ready to run, where they all are the brides running mm-hmm. away in the truck. Yeah. Are they like in an ice cream truck or something? Like they jump on the back of a They I think they're all riding motorcycles. Oh. Yeah. Or something like that. Whatever. I, I've I've watched <laughs> this video recently. But they all have, like, these wedding gowns on, and they're looking really just so, like, happy and fun, and, like, you want to be friends with them. And I think that was a huge draw. Yeah. That was the appeal. Like, you wanted to be their best friend. Mm -hmm. And And everything they did was just magic. And you know what? No matter... I'm going to say this. Politics? No, no, no. Well, no. This actually doesn't have anything to do with politics, what I'm about to say. I'm tr- I actually want to try to avoid talking about politics in this episode. I'm not saying I'm not a political person. I am. But yeah. I think the work is more important than right. anything that's been said. Absolutely. It's been talked about enough. Yep. We know. We know. We know. They Let's know, just talk they, about. <laughs> we know. We know. We know. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, <laughs> no. No matter what Natalie likes to say. Uh-huh. These girls are inherently country. Oh, 100%. Whether they want to admit it or not. They it are. Does not, it, it does not matter what, who they're working with, what they're doing. They always sound like a country group. They always sound like a country group, whether yep. it's with Rick Rubin or Jack yes. Antonoff. Yes. Or, you know, I mean, obviously in this case, you've got Paul Worley. Yes. But no matter who, yeah, they are going to sound like a country group yep they are weren't they first the dixie chickens though i the the i don't know that they may maybe no they were named uh, after a song called dixie chickens okay i think we'll make sure that's correct okay if it's if it's not but it's something like that yeah they are i i always kind of saw them more of a bluegrassy band especially on home Right. That was the whole aesthetic on home because they. Is that long time gone? Long time gone. Okay. Traveling soldier. Oof. Yeah. Um. So many good songs. Long time gone. White trash wedding is one of my oh, absolute favorites. Yes. Yeah. Everything on that. Everything on yep. home is literally perfect. Yeah, it is. In the the last the last song, mm-hmm. top of the world. Uh huh. Yeah. I have I have goosebumps have, just yeah. thinking about that song. Yeah, that's a yeah. Whew. That's a beautiful song. Yes. Isn't wasn't that written by um Patty Griffin? Yes. 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 Little Songbird. Mm-hmm. Yes. Think I broke the wings of that See, little See, I really like Patty's version too. Yeah, but when when Natalie has this voice for me that just like cuz she feels everything. Well, it's when you hear her sing, mm-hmm. it's like you are listening to a chandelier. That makes sense. Like it's I can see just that. so bright 
and shining she, when, yeah. when she really gets in the zone. Yeah. I'm a bit I'm a very big Natalie Man yeah. Mains fan. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. Okay. So, so question. Yes, go for it. If Earl Had to Die came out today, do you think it would have had the same impact? Goodbye, Earl. Why I, do I call it Earl Had to Die? Because that's the hook. Yeah. I, I, that's, the, that's, if, the, that's the notable. Goodbye, Earl. Sorry. It's the first thing that they say in the chorus. Yeah. Um, okay. I think it would have been popular. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been nearly as controversial. No. Because we've come so far. Yeah. In terms of what women say on the radio. Absolutely. Yeah. A good point is Side to Side yeah. by Ariana Grande. Yeah. WAP. WAP. Yeah. Not that these are country songs, but... Man, could you imagine being, like, our age when Goodbye Earl came out? Like, And then have WAP, WAP come came out? out? Like, well, I mean... Can you imagine being, like, a 10-year-old and WAP coming out? Like... And you're like singing it everywhere and your parents are like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it wasn't on as large of a scale, but I mean, back in the day, Lil' Kim was really coming out with some stuff. Yeah, she was. That's true. How many licks? Yeah. Yes. But, okay. But it wasn't, it wasn't nearly as widespread as WAP. I think, I think the hard thing with those kind of songs is like, okay, so a few years ago, I went and I visited some family members and my little cousins were singing, I've been there all night, I've been there all day, and that got me walking side to side. And it's because Ariana kind of started off as like a kid's thing, mm-hmm. and then they go into this like really like X-rated wrist icicle yes do you know what i'm talking about like i know little kim did not start off as like a disney princess no she did not like well in literally ariana came came out of nickelodeon she came out of nickelodeon selena gomez like all those girls did but i mean not like cardi but still it's like it's really blurred well and they they always start like just a little bit. Right. Just a little cheeky. They're, yeah. Like, love, cheeky. love me harder. She's got the weekend on there. Right. It's just like a little, like, mm, love yeah. me harder. You've got to love me harder. Right. It could mean a lot of different things. But side to side only means one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and my little cousins were, like, singing Bo! it. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like five, five-year-old. Huh? Ah, got me walking side, side to side. side. And you're like. Wow. Like, what? That's crazy. Because I know you've got a bad reputation. It doesn't matter because you give me sensations. sensations. So at least, like, you know, I'm just happy I grew up in the era I grew up in. Mm -hmm. This song was a big deal. Goodbye Earl was like, I don't know. Oh, it was was huge. Like, okay, but really, it still kind of is because any fucking karaoke bar you walk into, somebody is going to sing sing Goodbye Earl. They're going to sing this. They're going to sing Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Yeah. And you know it. Yeah. So. Okay. So, I mean, we have reached, we've reached a portion of the, the whole movement of this song. Yeah. That is really important to talk about. Absolutely. That's how mad people got about this song. They did. And the, the controversy. 
Right. The great controversy. Word. Controversy. That's a great word. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. People people were pissed off about this song. Yeah. There were a ton of country radio stations that did not want to play this song. They didn't. They didn't think it was wholesome. Do well. It, it's due to its quote violent nature. Yeah, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. I'm gonna call I, bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that because there have been songs about violence against women yeah. for a really long time. Yeah, but it's not until the women take action they, right that they're not gonna play the song. Okay, lights went out in Georgia. Yeah, I mean even like thunder rolls. Yeah. They, I mean, but they, I mean, that was kind of banned a little bit. That was banned bit, but a little bit. It was only bit. a specific part, right? Not the whole song, right? But yeah, this is a this is a moment where I call bullshit. Yeah, you know, there was even like there was even like a radio station in like San Jose, California, uh-huh. that attracted a lot of media attention uh-huh. because not only did they ban the song. But they had like an on-air discussion about why they chose to ban, to ban the, song. the song. Uh-huh. So people people were pissed. Um, but then there was also people on the other side who were mad at these stations for banning it. For banning it yeah. because well, like right right here I see there's a woman named Rita Smith. Uh-huh. Um, at the time she was the executive director of the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Mm-hmm. And she said this many battered women feel trapped and feel that violence is their only option to get away from the abuser. Mm-hmm. We don't want them feeling that way. Mm-hmm. We want them to know there are resources available to them. Right. We want stations who play the record to tell their listeners that there is a hotline number they can call if they have been a victim of violence. That would have been a perfect opportunity for that. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of radio stations then decided, okay, we are going to play the song mm-hmm. and we're going to provide the phone number right. for domestic abuse hotlines, right. whether national, local, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you still had radio stations that were – that that did not I just did not play. The song. I, I'm going to tell you why. This is my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Why I think that it was banned. Mm-hmm. There was no consequence for the girls. So mm-hmm. if in the song there would have been like a last verse that said maybe they got caught or but they're just they just get away scot free. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So that was probably more the issue that there was no. There was no consequences to the action of killing somebody. Mm-hmm. And I could understand where somebody would be like, I don't want my kid hearing this. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want them to think that violence is the only answer to solve a problem. And I sure as fuck don't want them to think that killing somebody is an answer. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of... There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of cool debate about yes, this that could happen. Yes. But they could have... <sighs> but the, the chicks were really smart about mm-hmm. the way that they... They didn't try to turn this into, like, they didn't try to make it a very serious song. No, like the video, hence the video. Yeah. The video was very fun and, you know, colorful and tongue-in-cheek. Right, right. The song, you can tell, super fun. Okay, but here's the deal. If you're going to do that, if you're going to ban a song about violence and killing on the radio, why don't they do that in movies? There are so many movies that don't have any sort of redemption at the end. Mm Mm-hmm. 
There's so many movies that just have mass killings for no reason. Yeah. So what's the what? Why mm-hmm. is the country listener just maybe a little more sensitive? I think they think that they are. Yeah. I think the powers that be think that the country listener but, is, even when they're not. But the country listener talks about cheating and lying and and shooting guns mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. So, well, if we look at things statistically here, mm-hmm. and I'm literally just speaking statistically, yeah. I'm not talking about like this is this is fact, right? But if you look at things statistically, I think you'll see the locations where country music and country radio is more popular yeah. are also areas where you have higher rates of domestic violence and, yeah. you know, things of that nature. Alcohol. Alcohol abuse. Anything that can fall under that. We don't know if it's morally okay. Okay. And here's the deal. Like, I love country music. You know where my heart is with yeah. that. But I, almost every song in country music talks about drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I, I think what I'm trying to say is that the people, the statistic, statistics would tell you that the people who listen to country music probably are going to know more than anybody else Mm -hmm. about the real life of dealing with this stuff. Absolutely. So it's not something that people need to be shielded from. No. Or, um, or kept, you know, you got to keep people from hearing this. Right. You know, because here's the deal. Sometimes it does feel good to think about killing somebody killing well <laughs> to think about if say if you've been beaten up by your husband sometimes it feels good to think about whooping his ass right back or karma being a bitch yeah absolutely karma taking care of the problem absolutely you know is it wrong i don't know it's art though but it yeah. goes back to art it is yeah. art and <sighs> just like movies, just like books. Yeah. Music should be the same way, in my opinion. All right. Y'all know what time it is. Sure do. It is dedication time. Dedication time. My favorite time of every episode. And I'm I'm really excited about my dedication. I kind of think I know what it's going to be. If it's not... Then I'm going to be shocked. I'm I'm curious to see if your if your line of thinking of mine okay is gonna is gonna come to fruition. I, I, I think it's going to. Does it have anything to do with Chris Brown? No, not at all. <laughs> oh damn, not even a little bit. <laughs> okay, well you do your dedication. Okay, so my dedication is gonna go out to mm-hmm. a woman. Okay, a rock and roll woman. Okay, someone who likes to rock a little. Okay. That would be the ever amazing, wonderful Stevie Nicks. That's perfect. That because, was not who I thought you were talking yeah. about. Um, the Chicks mm-hmm. covered Landslide uh-huh. on Home. It was uh-huh. a huge hit. Okay. I have I saw them sing it in Nashville. I uh-huh. went to that tour. Uh-huh. And it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. But... Um, ever since I was a little girl, my whole family grew up, you know, we listened to Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. That was, and that was actually a band that my dad kind of 
like forced on the family because yeah. he thought Fleetwood Mac was great and well they are yeah <laughs> obviously yeah we're seeing that their music is quite literally timeless and mm-hmm. can, absolutely can fit with any generation absolutely um when I was four mm-hmm. the dance mm-hmm. came out yes. which was their you know big comeback live album yes. um the first time people got to hear Silver Springs oh yes which fuck me up yes <laughs> do you want to cry listen to silver springs um no i yeah so i grew up being no pun intended here uh-huh. but very mystified by stevie nicks absolutely and a lot of my aesthetic and just general um uh, it's got that vibe it's got i really like the whole ethereal yeah witchy thing yeah absolutely you know, I just, I, I always have, and it's because of Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Um, obviously, she's one of the most talented songwriters she is. of all time. She is. Um, do you hear, like, um, did you hear that story where, like, Harry Styles and, like, Stevie Nicks were hanging out to like, 4 a.m.? Oh, yeah. With all of, like, Stevie's friends, and he's, he's like, like, shit, I gotta go They're all witches. Yeah. <laughs> they're all witches. They don't get started but until he was like, midnight. Yeah, he was like, we didn't, like, they didn't leave my place till, like, 6 a.m. Yeah. That's I have insane. heard that story <laughs> because I happen to be obsessed with Harry Styles right, as well. Right, right. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah. I lifelong admiration and love for this yeah, woman. Yeah. So, this episode I dedicate to her because obviously the chicks yeah. see, have, have been seeing something incredible queen. in her. Queen. She's the queen. Um, this is really special yeah. that you just did this because this is perfect for my dedication. Mm-hmm. That I just thought of, and I haven't been able to fit it into any episode. And this is huge for me, and I think you know what it is. Yeah. I think you know what it I is. I do. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. So I think what you're about to say, I've been on a big kick of this yes. person. So um, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're not thinking what I'm thinking. Maybe. So Landslide was written by Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. And it was covered by the Smashing Pumpkins, too. Oh, okay. In the 90s. And anyone who really knows me knows that the Smashing Pumpkins are everything to me. Yeah. Um, Haley and I actually went to a, a pumpkin show a couple where years they ago. Where they sang. Where they did Landslide. They did Landslide. It was the best show I've ever been to in my entire life. It was at Bridgestone Arena. It was incredible. And I was kind of worried. Yeah. Do you remember I was kind of worried about it? I know, because you were, yeah. Because I'm such a huge Pumpkins fan, and I had seen them a few years prior, and I didn't hear the songs I wanted to hear. No. And then this show blew my mind. They put their thing down, flipped it, and reversed it. Yes, they did. Because you literally got to hear everything you wanted to hear. They they played every song I wanted to hear. We had the best seats. We did. It was a beautiful. No one was sitting near us. Nobody was sitting near us. It was a perfect show. Um, so yeah, Smashing Pumpkins, I love you. You've helped me through a lot mm. of times, and like your your, the records are timeless. Yeah. So they're they're incredible. Billy Corgan is like literally a genius. Well, Billy Corgan is like my idol. Yeah, he's like I, my hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to dedicate it to the Smashing Pumpkins. Beautiful. All right, everybody. That concludes our 18th episode of whatever. And never. Amen. Amen. We are 
fucking legal, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and two more will be 20. Two more will be, tw- wow. Three more will be 21, baby. And then we're getting season two ready. We're, we are. Trust so us. We this are, is going to be next level. We're getting it ready. Um, You can find us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. TikTok. Haley's running that bitch, so. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us everywhere. Don't forget to rate us. Right? Review, review. Rate, review, and subscribe. And subscribe. Five stars, baby. Five stars. And if you have any episode ideas, please let us know. Um, And, you know, I will, I'll add. Yeah. Maybe in the near future. Yeah. If you have some ideas for some episodes that don't necessarily have to do with country music. You let us know. You let us know. We will be here for you. We might be here (laughs) for (laughs) y'all. So thanks and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.